0: This is Global Gospel Conversations with co-host Pastor Dan Johnson of Cross-Culture Church and North Carolina Baptist Senior Consultant for Asian Church Planting, Ralph Garay. Thanks for joining us as special guests from around the world share life with a global gospel perspective. Hey everybody, this is uh, Pastor Dan. I'm with Cross-Culture Church in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, Again, Pastor Dan from Cross Culture Church in uh, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. We're just launching a really cool concept uh, project that uh, we've been working on for a while called Global Gospel Conversation. Uh, It's kind of stemmed from the heart around 1 Peter 5, 9, where Peter is encouraging the persecuted church, and he says, resist him being the devil, firm in your faith, knowing here's the key, this is why we're doing it. Knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. Um, And that's really the key is this pandemic ministry, both sharing and discipling uh, is going on all over the globe. And this pandemic has impacted almost every inch of our globe. So uh, we're going to be hearing from people from all over uh, the world that are currently sharing the gospel, discipling in different contexts, and different settings, Um, and the hope is that one, you're encouraged that you're not alone in this, but also that you would hear ideas Uh, on maybe things that are going well in other areas, but also be encouraged that um, there are things that are not going well all over the globe too. So, uh, you know, we're all still trying to learn what this is going to look like and what church is going to look like. Some churches have shut down altogether, uh, but we want the gospel work to continue just a matter of how does that look like. Secondly, I also want us to allow God to remove some cultural blinders that maybe we have and see a global God because we have a global gospel. The gospel is not just America's gospel or, or, or Qatar's gospel. This is a global gospel that we get to uh, share the good news with all nations and seeing them baptized and discipled, um, which is encouraging. So today we have our guest. And uh, but before we do that, i want to ask them to introduce themselves a little bit. And uh, Ralph is going to be my uh, kind of co-host, I guess you want to call it. I don't know. We we need to come up with some cool names, Ralph. Um, All right, man. How are you, Dan? Good morning, I'm, man. Good to I'm see doing you. good, brother. I'm doing wow, good. You how look much, great.
1: You know? Hi, J Very good, very good, brother. How how are you, Jr.?
2: I pass. I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. to be here.
1: Oh man, good, good to have you here. Yes, yeah. yes. We're so excited about this and. Thank you again for the time you've invested here. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, my pleasure.
0: So Ralph, tell us a little bit about yourself, brother. Where are you at? Uh, What are you doing currently uh, in your life? Oh, uh, originally
1: I was born in the Philippines and I grew up there and I stopped growing up in the Philippines and uh, (laughs) I came to know Christ uh, in the Philippines when I was very young at a very young age. And so in 1995, God brought me and my wife uh, to the USA. So we've lived here now in the U.S. for 20, almost 26 years. And now currently living here in North Carolina, working with international church planters coming from different nations that God has brought here in the state. And it's a great privilege to be able to work with you, Dan, in Church planting and some mission trips, and just partnering with you, and also having Jr. here, you know, just uh, refreshes me of the wonderful time we have had mm-hmm. together, working together back in the Philippines. And I'm just so amazed with what God is doing in His life now in Qatar. So, uh, Jay, would you like uh, would you like to uh, share with yeah. us uh, about yourself, your family, you know, what's uh, going on currently there?
2: Yeah, actually, uh, Pastor Ralph is right that we are in the same hometown in General Santos. So I I thank God for how He's been using me. Back then, uh, I knew that I was called. I I am called, and uh, God called me to be in the ministry. Since then, wow. uh, I knew that when the moment I have received Him, I know that my journey in line to His will. So god brought me to different uh, ministries in the philippines i was involved in mission in the music uh, praise and worship and so even in teaching and even in small group ministries where god brought me so with my family then uh, i know that god with my wife i know her calling is to be a minister's wife Mm -hmm. so that would be one thing that i should thank the lord because she's very supportive uh, with that calling so I know that uh, for as long as we are birthing the calling is still there and it will it won't stop uh, regardless of where God is going to bring you. So uh, now I have my four kids and I know that I am blessed because they have godly parents where I can really raise them with the fear of the Lord and recently I I' I'm been watching them through uh, online they're reading Bible you know uh, even the, the youngest that I have six years old seven years old and 13 14 i'm really uh very proud to say that they are really reading the word of the lord as as they are now so this is the blessing so they are the generation god is raising and preparing Man. amen amen so four kids what are their ages uh, six seven 13
0: 14 Ooh, two much. boys two girls so so your house has nothing going on, right, JR? It is silent and quiet. <laughs>
1: Seemingly and, and wow, you know, this guy really knows how to plan. He he knows the right, you know, timing and
0: uh, <laughs> that's right. Exactly we 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 have we have two girls and i this is yeah we had to tap out after two so uh my hats off to you brother <laughs> but uh we do thank god for our wives I, you know brothers i don't know where we would be if we did not have our wives supporting us
1: um amen amen god
0: god knew that we were um God knew that we could not survive without our wives coming on the side of us. So, um, Jr, what did what did ministry look like? Uh, where are you at right now? And then, what does what did ministry look like before the pandemic? As to where your current location is.
2: Yeah, actually, here in Qatar, we do usually before the pandemic, uh, we had this gathering in person, so we enjoyed meeting together. You know. Uh, ministering, touching lives, you know, uh, worshiping the Lord in the church uh, four times a day, uh, in a Friday. So we did that before. So it's different now as to compare before. So now a little bit adjustment. So you do it via Zoom online. Okay. So, but even then, uh, it's really good to see people you know you are ministering and you do feasting. I mean, there are occasions, you know, but this time it's quite limited. So, but God is good because, you know, it's really different when you meet both uh, the brothers and the sisters in inside a worship place. So, uh, you know, you, you can really express what you have. So that then uh, in the church, uh, preaching, you know, in front of the people. A bit adjustment because when you do preaching, it's really, uh, really okay when you preach uh, on face-to-face physically because you can express yourself. Unlike now, you are just sitting down through online, but still God speaks. So this is how we do adjustments. So currently, so we still avail the Zoom online. And the good thing about this, you don't need to travel. Just simply watch your time and then you can start. So,
0: this is it. This is the ministry, and God is not limited then. Yeah, I think most people are excited, guys, that they don't have to get out of their pajamas. You know, they just get to roll out. And
1: they, <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. I, I think once. Just like you just like you right now right so I could,
0: I, I could see it i could see it brother and <laughs> so so i think once we start meeting back in person people are going to come in and they're going to have their, their slippers on and their pajamas on and and they're not going to know what to do to dress up right
1: you know i think i think you know you just uh, said something there that would be a key in terms of bringing people back to in-person gathering you know just just wear what you wear you know while you're when you're watching and as if you're watching please come here and join us so you know transition is very important right, <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. We, we gotta make them feel comfortable Ralph when they come back so um how how they are, how is your how has Qatar been affected by the virus um here I mean the numbers have been skyrocketing right Ralph I mean it seems like every day it's, it's, we're at a new high, a new high in numbers. Um, how, yeah, how
1: hospitals are, are filling up here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's scary, especially for those that, that have uh, health issues. Mm-hmm. So, so how, you know, how have you guys been impacted over there? Yeah. Here in Qatar, actually,
2: uh, every day we're receiving a message. Actually, we have this software application here. Where the government is sending us uh, information, so every day we receive two hundred uh, affected of the, uh, the the virus, so daily. So, but we are also receiving uh, cases uh, that are really being recovered. Uh, so, uh, you know, this this is what we are facing now. So. Uh, But the government is very supportive here. Uh, 24-7, they have their standby uh, ambulance, uh, frontliners, you know. Actually, the good thing about here, we have this software where you will be monitored via Bluetooth. So you have your mobile uh, registered with that. Uh, You have that application because uh, at any time, we call this Etiras. So you will be observed. And the moment that you have a symptom, you have to go to the health center. After that, they will monitor you. If the test will result something else, then they will give you a coach uh, indicating the result of your test so far.
0: So Ralph, I've got to ask, you look at our context um, and you know it Ralph, cause you we're in it. Um, with that, is there a lot of division amongst people that live there on how it's being handled. Uh the reason I asked that question in in our context, the Ralph and I's context, there is great division amongst even believers, Ralph, wouldn't you say? Even believers
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: are very divided on how this is being handled. Uh, some that that don't even want to acknowledge that there's a pandemic. Um and so, you know, how how is that happening? Are people pretty united? And when I say people, one the culture, but also then even more specific, the body of Christ. Are they divided on this, or are they working together uh, to serve one another in Qatar? Jr. Are they are they working together in Qatar, uh, or are they pretty divided over how this is being handled?
2: Yeah, actually, uh, you know, uh, in our context, you know, it depends on how the leadership of the church would really uh, encourage the people to follow the the restrictions uh, imposed by the government. Of course, uh, we also ask God's wisdom how to really be uh, submissive to the rules and how to really do the precautionary measures then. So uh, in doing so, though, excited as we are to really meet each other. But uh, we cannot do that by face to face. But instead, uh, we have to abide. And at the same time, we have to uh, participate through this online. So, so far, uh, actually, uh, there were members in the church also affected of this pandemic then. Mm -hmm. So the good thing about this, it's because uh, really the support is there but uh, having experienced this to any of the members so this is our encouragement to tell them that let's really follow what is the policy of the government wearing your face mask you know observe social distance so even uh, always carry your hand sanitizers in your workplaces wherever you are in the mall so these are the things that are really we have to observe based on the experiences of other people
0: it, which is encouraging to me. It seems like you guys have a a good balance of looking out for the interest of others. Uh, is it would would you say that, that that there's there's not has there been a lot of kickback? Has there been a lot of uh, resistance from your people to say you know Pastor Jr. We don't want any part of this. We don't want to do this. Have you have you experienced any resistance from your people saying we don't want to observe these things? We don't want to do these things no uh, so wow. far we can
2: see that the government here is very strict and honoring them is part of what we believe that you honor god by honoring your leaders as well so in this case we are here we, we have to give respect to the government of this country so that's one thing and the consequence would be then you will face uh, otherwise wow And uh, the government, yeah, the government here, one thing more, is very strict. And the moment that you will be caught without wearing the mask. So we heard of cases like they were deported then. But in the church so far, nothing happened then.
1: And uh, yeah, you you said something there, Jay, uh, about consequences of not following the uh, restrictions and uh, protocols. And I think, you know, that's one main thing that helps your country where you are right now and your community, uh, acknowledging that there's consequences and it's being enforced and, and that's, you know, totally different from uh, where we live here. And I think there's so much things that's um, contributing to the uh, surge of COVID cases here in the U.S. and the culture, behavior, and even response to the government uh, mandate, and mandate, and also for like, you know, the way we look at things uh, for our freedom and the way we carry ourselves. So,
0: yeah, yeah our, our Ralph and I's context is a little, we face a little bit more resistance in our country, uh, which is I, I think Ralph, you nailed it. Um, at least uh, I'll speak in the eye. At least I have seen that. And it absolutely plays into the numbers. Um, We've, and one of the reasons, JR, that I wanted to do this was I really want people to see this is a discipleship issue, really. Um, And I love your heart, brother. I love your heart to honor, love your heart to um, really, to, to, you know, submit, even when we don't like it. We don't have to like it to submit. In fact, I define submission. It's not submission if you agree with it, <laughs> um, but it, it's something that is imperative for us to be able to get through this. That's why we're still struggling with it and still at all time high numbers. So um, let me um, let me ask you this: What you say, Zoom? Is that primarily how discipleship is happening? How how is sharing of the gospel happening? How is discipleship happening? Is that predominantly through Zoom as well? Actually, uh,
2: we do this, both the Zoom and personal uh, meeting on a limited basis. Mm. Uh, for example, face-to-face, uh, recently there, there was a situation of a member who has a friend, and uh, actually this is her co-worker, and the brother is admitted in the hospital even until now. And so she, messaged, she sent a message to me to visit this man. And with that, uh, we we set the schedule to see this person. At the same time, I am trying to teach this sister how we're going to minister to somebody else. And during that time, we were able to minister, praying, acceptance, healing. So even restoration of a broken relationship. So this is how we do this despite of this pandemic and this person really is amazed my co-dear sister because she's seeing how we really make our lives being the impact to reach out people who are, who are helpless and hopeless in that situation. In fact, I was surprised when uh, as the the Lord leads us during the time to pray, I did uh, mean it to pray f- with their relationship as husband and wife and after we had this ministering time my dear sister told me that they had a big problem both as husband and wife and only only the time then that, that they m- meet each other mm-hmm. because the husband needs the support of the wife so wow uh this sister of mine is this is one way of how you're really demonstrating the, the way of how we minister to people because she herself is called by the lord in fact i am blessed to this sister because she has this intimacy with the lord And uh, only here that she experiences this uh, kind of ministering, despite of the situation. Moreover, uh, through Zoom, of course, we're doing the regular Bible studies here. And we are really teaching our fellow brothers and sisters that we should really continue to uh, build our closer relationship with the Lord in studying the Word. And it is really uh, unlimited to really connect because the Zoom online, wherever you are, you can do that. Only your time would, would would permit to set this with each other. So another thing is through the Zoom, uh, we're gathering on a Friday worship celebration. And after that is actually we're planning to have this training by this first quarter of the year. So this is one of the, the ways also that we will uh, build the training through discipleship and equipping. So we are preparing the materials uh, for the doctrinal teaching and so the preaching, sermon outline making, so, and even worship leading. So, so far, uh, we have seen this as an avenue, the uh, virtual uh, source of uh, really reaching out, equipping. So these are the things so far we're doing here in Qatar.
0: So you're you're developing a discipleship material specifically doing it through zoom is that what I heard like you're you're creating it as zoom is the platform you're modeling it yeah. and and kind of conforming it I don't know what other word we want to use specifically to be used in a virtual setting did I hear that correctly yes you're right yeah wow wow oh wow,
1: so, that's amazing pastor jr can you uh you know, let's say when you're done with that you uh, Is it possible you can share that with us so we can Hmm. probably look into it and then see how we can adapt that in our context? Or maybe some others who are listening and watching us, they want to um, see, know what you're doing. Uh, Are you open in terms of sharing that with others?
2: Yeah, sure, sure. We have these materials. We try to simplify this. And we try to, uh, you know, refine this, that people in this virtual would really catch uh, and see uh, how this will uh, bring the results to how they will go through the training then.
0: Wow.
1: There's like uh, an opportunity for those who'll be able to watch it or to participate on it, how it's done. And then in their context, they can bring it in their network of relationships and also do the same and maybe you know in their as they tweak it in their personality and context but at least they get the foundational concept of you know how do you do discipleship online through zoom yes virtual right I
0: agree yeah yeah i think we're on to some what we should do guys is charge like 99 dollars, ralph and then we, <laughs> we 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 make it big no i'm kidding for those watching that was a joke uh jr thank you for for being willing ralph that was a great question um that's part of the platform that's part of the reason what we want to do this right it, it, to it, be able yes to- yeah
1: Uh, We want want to see like uh, multiplication and even this right now, what we're doing, if, uh, if those of you who are watching this and our hearts desire is that you may be able to catch a vision of in your context, you can do something like this. Not exactly like this, but, you know, as God showed you something as a next step for you to take advantage of the technology in terms of reaching out to other friends in other countries. And we don't need passport, visa, Mm. or uh, airline ticket to do this because through technology, we can have conversation. We can learn from one another. And also we can see what would be like our next step in our context to fulfill the Great Commission and do what God has uh, commanded us, lovingly commanded us to do. Uh, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, uh, JR. What we've talked a lot about this discipleship model. What does Qatar look like as far as Christianity? Is it is it, it how is faith progressing? Is Qatar a majority Christian area? How much can you talk about that? You know, um, what does that look like?
2: Well uh, of course you know this country is a arab country we respect that and there are 68% uh, muslims here percentage wise uh, 13.8% hindu uh, 13.8% christians the rest buddhists so uh, jewish and so on so this is the percentage we have for the Christians, uh, you know what? Uh, the government is very supportive of the Christian faith here. In fact, they have allotted a lot for the Christian brethren where we could gather together to worship. This is how very supportive the government would respect to what we believe. So, But of course, we don't do on a public uh, uh, setting, uh, the way we minister, the way we share uh, what we have with our
1: faith. Oh uh, well, um, wow, that's a great uh, favor. You know, just hearing that government uh, having favor, uh, you know, uh, favored the movement of the Lord Jesus Christ there—that's uh, uh, mind-blowing. But at the same time, uh, not really surprising as we understand and know who our <laughs> God is, and mm. you know, that's. And, and but let that's me tell you amazing. one thing, Pastor.
2: Yeah, let me tell you one thing. I was surprised one time. I was called to uh, exhort in one uh, marriage uh, celebration, a wedding celebration in one of the hotels here. And I was surprised then that there were locals and other nationalities who joined during that time. And they respected our principle the way we taught the couple of what the Bible teaches. They just listened. And uh, I heard the feedback one of the attendees there actually these people they don't have a problem about what we are preaching uh, they respect us as, as we also respect them in return so this is the thing here and i knew also of some locals here they are very strict but you know what there was one time one pastor uh, invited his friends and there is an occasion and we talk about god we talk about our faith and you can see the expression of this Qatari, this local that uh, he really enjoyed our presence so to our surprise you know they understand that there is jesus in uh, they also believe the bible they understand jesus they understand our forefathers the patriarchs and these people are really amazing you know the way we think of that these people Gonna do something which, uh, you know, would, uh, you know, as the way that other people think to, to hurt, probably. But it's not. It's not. Actually, we love them. We love them. They love us. Actually, Filipinos like me here, they really like the Filipinos. They give respect to us. And I heard this many times. And in fact, there was also a pastor who shared to me one time, uh, a family uh, local here. When he told this man, uh, because this person had a a sickness, and this man of God said, "Can I pray for you?" You know what the response of this guy? Sure, pray for me. <laughs> so this is amazing, actually, here in uh,
0: Qatar. So you said something, Jr. That I want I want anyone watching to hear. You said they respect us as we've respected them. You've not you've not had to change the gospel message, right? You 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 don't have to manipulate God's word. You've been true to the gospel, but you have respected any country in which Christianity is a minority, a very large, you know, or very low minority, you get 68% Muslim. Because you've simply respected them, it sounds like you've been given a, I call it a platform to be able to speak into their lives. Let me tell you, JR, that is something that especially my brothers and sisters here in the United States could learn from. We need to hold on to that truth, guys. How we respect, especially those that disagree with us, is a direct reflection of how our gospel message may be received. And uh, thank you, JR, for sharing that, brother. I think that was if you don't hear anything else from our conversation today guys understand that principle that jr just taught us uh he's in a in a context in which he is a minority respects those that believe very differently than him and that has given him that platform ralph we just don't see that enough here in the states
1: yes that's amazing and thanks so much for highlighting that dan and i'm just curious like with jr where do you think that respect is coming from? Like, you know, your willingness to respect others who who believe differently from you. What's the foundation of that? Where is that coming from?
2: Well, I, it's from the heart, actually. Uh, the way we look at people, you know, uh, it's their culture as well. So, you know, so it is coming from the heart. You don't justify with your mind. You know, you have to connect by heart with them. That's respect will come in so in as much wow. as they also respect us
1: wow wow that's amazing yeah.
0: that, that jr I, I don't one of my biggest challenges as a pastor what's not going well is one of the questions i was going to ask you what's not going well or what is a major challenge in my context is that getting people discipled to to be led by that uh, you mentioned not by your mind um a lot of division here in our context, uh, a lot of, uh, I'm not even, and I'm talking about from followers of Jesus, JR, people that profess Christ, pushing away people that are different from them rather than being led by their heart. You're a blessing, my brother. You are a blessing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what, what encouragement or advice would you give those, and I, I just shared, I think, one of the biggest (laughs) that I'm taking away from our conversation. Uh, What encouragement would you give to those uh, that are watching from all over the globe, not just in the States, not just in Qatar, but all over the globe? Yeah, actually, let's always focus on the message of love
2: and the very source of love, which is God. So let us always look at people on the perspective that these are people with value, that we connect. So, despite of the situations, let's always see how God really works in and through our lives to connect to other people, and let's always embrace the Word of God, which is uh, uh, which is our foundation. So, so the Bible says, "Heaven and earth will pass away, but My Word will remain." So, regardless of uncertainties and chaos, no no time to limit and no seasons would even control it the word of god will continue to surface and perform as a platform to anybody who's willing to receive it so the word of god with the word of love the message of it so let's embrace that the way we look at people and we respect people wherever god will put at put us because you know uh, people don't care how much we know until we know how much we care because of that love that comes from the word itself Wow.
1: Wow, that's amazing. What a great reminder to look at people the way God looks at us. And I think that's also one source of the respect that we've been, you know, we've we've talked about a while ago. You know, that respect is an overflow of looking at people the way God looks at us. And we begin to, you know, see them with love, with compassion, and uh, with a filter of the gospel what Christ has done for us. He forgave us. We can forgive others. And, you know, he loved us. We can love others. So I think that the spring of, you know, the foundation of this is that knowledge that we are loved by God Mm -hmm. and out of that love that we receive from God, we can love others regardless of who they are because God loves us regardless of who we are. Right? Yes.
0: Wow. Well, um, we, we have been broadcasting this on Facebook. Uh, this has been a true blessing to me, uh, Ralph and JR. JR, is there anything else that you'd like to share before we uh, close? Actually, it is my joy to let
2: you know that here we support this country. We pray for the government leaders. We are blessed of their lives. Really blessing us, and we see that on that perspective. So wherever God is put uh, placing us, so let's always see the message the way God uh, brings in this place and anywhere else. So far, Amen.
1: Thanks so much for sharing that, Jay. You know, because it it really blessed me, especially with the transition that's going on in our country. And you mentioned the words support the government, and pray, and respect. And obey the government, and that's that's also my prayer for myself as you know we transition, and also for my friends and brothers and sisters here in the U.S. So uh, please remember us uh, in your prayer, as you know we are in the very early stages of this transition of supporting and praying and loving our leaders and loving our country. Just like you know what you have shared with us, it impacted me the love that has grown in your heart towards a country where it's foreign to you because that's not the country of your birth. That's the country where God has placed you now. But it seems like what I'm sensing from you is you have really grown to love the country, the leaders, the people where God has has placed you. And for me, that's that's amazing because that's foundational in terms of being an effective a mm-hmm. uh, witness believer and follower of Christ to be used by him and thank you and also you you, are, you inspire you inspire me in, in a sense that you're working for a company uh, to support your family but at the, at the same time you you did not neglect the calling of God in your life you know God has a higher purpose That's a higher calling for you Yes, you're in a foreign country, uh, working for a company, but that's part of the bigger plan of God. But God has a higher plan, and you stick with the higher purpose of God, and that is to share the gospel, make disciples, love on people, and just point them to the love of God in Christ Jesus. What Christ has done for him, uh, for for them, for all of us, right on the cross. Yes and the offer of forgiveness and love that he wants us to receive.
0: Yeah. Jr., would you do us one last favor, brother, before we go? Would you mind just spending a, a moment in prayer uh, for those that are watching and leaders that are all over the globe that, um, one, that we'd become more like Christ, <laughs> but within that, that our heart would reflect the heart that God has put into you. Uh, would you do that for us as we uh, close our time together? Okay, so we can pray.
2: Yes. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful time that uh, we have gathered together in your name. Thank you, Lord, for sharing what we have in our hearts, the word that you have planted, Lord, bearing fruit. Lord, thank you so much, God, for allowing us, Lord, to really share our experiences with you in places where we belong, where you are really showing your love and care to people that are really part of our lives here in qatar and so in the u.s Mm -hmm. lord we love to really support the places where you have entrusted to us lord with those people by praying to the leaders honoring them and uh, loving the fellow people oh god where they are living in different places lord thank you so much oh god for the message you have brought in this online people who Hear this, they will just be inspired that God, you are working. You are mightily, oh God, uh, showing your power, oh God, in different ways. Lord, the result will just give honor and glory to you. Lord, today we are praying here in Qatar. Lord, thank you for the king that you have used him. And so the family and the locals here. Lord, this is our second home in Qatar, oh God. And we know, God, that you are blessing this country. We are blessed because the people here are so loving. People here are honoring different people and they are giving value even to us as Filipino people working here oh God and giving this place for us Lord to really bless even our families back home. Thank you God for the the government of Qatar oh God supporting even the churches here with respect and so yeah. we respect even more this country oh God praying for the leader praying for the people and the rest of the nationalities here in this place. This is a wonderful place. This is our second home. And even, Lord, to the place where Pastor Ralph and Pastor Dan belong, continue to bless this place, O God. Use them as you wanted them, Lord, to be the salt and the light, O God, the vessels you can pour through. Wonderful is your name, O God, and we give you honor, praise, and glory in Jesus'
1: name. Amen. 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 amen, amen, amen. Thank may you we so all, much, Pastor JR.
0: May we all, maybe all those that are watching this love our country, love our leaders and serve our people the way JR does Qatar. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for being a participant in this. We are so excited to uh, be with you again this evening uh, with a, a young man from Tokyo. So we look forward to 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, what time is it there in Qatar right now? Now it's five fifty-five.
1: Five fifty-five in the evening, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, Okay.
0: We're not cool enough for him to meet with us at five fifty-five in the morning, Ralph. <laughs> uh, you know, we're we're not that cool. He's not gonna. get go. yeah,
1: We we should have uh, brought our bre- next time. We can do. Uh, we'll do our breakfast. He'll do yeah. his dinner, and that'll be good, man. And yeah. yes, uh, six p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we want to invite you to join us again and invite your friends. Uh, we learn what God is doing in Tokyo through our brother Joel Quillar, and we're so we're so excited because God is doing amazing, and amazing, amazing things in in Tokyo, in Japan, uh, in the midst of this pandemic. Thank you so much, Dan, for um, leading us into this. This is you know very timely. Uh, especially with what's going on, to be able to hear from you know, our brothers and sisters and friends are, that are scattered in different parts of the world in the sense of what God is doing. And thank you. Thank you, Brother JR, for your faithfulness to the Lord and your love for him and love for the people around you wherever God has placed you, especially love for your family. Thank you so much. You've you just you. reminded me. When you share that, you know, about your kids, about your wife, uh, about your your wonder, wonderful family. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.
0: All right, guys. Next time on Global Gospel Conversation. God
1: bless.